Hi again, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondran here, licensed practice law in California and Arizona. We accept federal intellectual property cases, copyright, and trademark nationwide. Okay, um, anyway, we're in this podcast. We are talking about Microsoft audits. Now, typically, Microsoft audits will start with receiving an audit letter, and that usually comes from the Business Software Alliance, what we refer to as the BSA. Um, the BSA is not law enforcement. It is a trade association with a bunch of behemoth large software publishers that create all the titles, that, a lot of the titles that run this country, basically, run help businesses run their businesses. So it is a big conglomerate. Um, they are represented by regional firms, intellectual property experts and specialists at these law firms. We have some of those identified on our website at softwareaudits.net. Okay, so if you need to get some information, head over to softwareaudits.net. But in this podcast, we're talking about when you get in the trenches with these audits and you're dealing with Microsoft Office, okay, the Office and the Windows products, these are really big ones that they are auditing for. In other words, they want to come into your organization and see that you have all the proper proofs and licensing, and they want to know what you have installed in this product area and others. Sometimes it's, you know, complete, you know, all Microsoft products, but the Office is a, is a big one. And so I want to just kind of focus in on that. And I want to talk in particular about the home and student version of the software, okay? Now, what does that sound like to you, home and student version? Sounds to me like it's designed for home use, personal use, you know, around the house, stuff with your kids and students, okay? So um, sometimes we will find these products installed in a corporation, and pr the problem that arises really is that the, the software that you install in your computers is essentially subject to a licensing term, what we refer to as the end user licensing agreement or EULA. <laughs> so, uh, but th this is essentially a licensing agreement. So you're, you know, in most cases, you're not buying software, you're licensing it under certain terms. Okay, okay, so. What the license says is kind of what you have to follow as the business owner, okay? And in this particular case, the, the home and student version, or what some call the academic version, is, you know, meant for specific limited uses, home and student. So when you take that software into the enterprise, into your company, and use it to help you build your business, you could face potential problems where they may say, well, look, you're exceeding the scope of the license. It could be deemed a breach of contract. It could also be deemed copyright infringement. They're saying, well, you can only install here for this purpose, and instead you're installing on that computer, making a copy for commercial purposes, and that's just wrong. So these things can be, you know, very serious issues to the Business Software Alliance and their attorneys, and when you audit and you come up with those and you find those, you've got to find a way to deal with that. And um, I just wanted to make companies aware of that because I don't know how often companies are really going in. But if you're a, you know, even a, even small companies, I mean, here's the deal on copyright law, okay? 
the software programs are copyrighted. And so when you infringe a copyright, if it's deemed willful, the plaintiff would be the software company would be able to seek up to $150,000 per infringed title. Okay, so those damages can get hefty, hefty. And with the office products, they do, when it comes time to settlement, they do a process called unbundling the software. So they take that office suite that has maybe six or seven different individual titles like Excel and um, PowerPoint and those those kinds of things, and they break those into pieces and say, you have infringed each one by installing these on your computer networks and your laptops. Okay, so um, it gets expensive, trust me, when we get some of these settlement offers from the BSA lawyers. The amounts are staggering. Most companies are not even aware this is coming. And, you know, these can be difficult cases to settle because, you know, the BSA is there to protect the interest of their software vendors and publishers, and they take that role very serious. And as I mentioned, the um, attorneys that we deal with are usually very, very skilled in this area, and they know what they're doing. So at any rate, um, that's why I say to some companies, even if you haven't received an audit letter asking you to audit your computers and provide results and prove your licensing position, even if you haven't, you may want to get proactive about this and bring a team out now um, if you don't have software asset management practices in place, you may want to do that now if you don't have policies and procedures for your for your employees so they know what they can and can't do. Um, some companies just say, hey, here's your laptop, do whatever you want, have fun. Um, that can be a dangerous approach, okay? So if you need help with an audit, if you want to be proactive and get out there and find out before, because tr trust me, the uh, damages to you, the out-of-pocket penalties will be much, much, much less if you go out, you know, independently audit your own, your own networks and then go out and buy and get things deleted and replaced and properly licensed before they come to you with what we refer to as the love letter, okay? So get it done before, protect your organization, protect your officers and directors because also... In these cases, they could seek to hold officers and directors liable. And when we have really contentious cases, trust me, they are pushing those buttons and it, and it's, it hits a nerve. So, uh, you know, nobody wants to end up in a bankruptcy court. So, you know, you're trying to run your business. Don't overlook software licensing. And also, if you're buying another company or selling your company and computers and software is all part of the deal... You may want to have to call Attorney Steve, get somebody in there that can oversee the due diligence process, make sure we're properly documenting any transfers of licenses, because we have seen these cases as well, where some companies are merging and months or maybe a year later, knock, 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 and they're getting the audit letter demanding a full audit. So, you know, it's hard to say if these are just random it's hard to say if, uh, you know, it's hard to say a lot of things, but, um, you know, point being, I hope this has been sort of a helpful tip, but you have to use the license with each piece of software that you had. Every vendor has its own license, but you have to use it within the terms. One of the terms that I noted in the EULA for the home and academic student version 
is that it cannot be used for commercial or nonprofit purposes, okay? So it's very important. Read those licenses. Somebody in your organization needs to read them. If you can't read them and understand them, need some help, give us a call. We can help you in that area. We can help you in the area of software audits. We can help you if your company's been named in a federal court lawsuit. We have extensive federal court litigation experience, and we can help your company get through this, okay? So that's about it for now. Again, if you need more information, check out softwareaudits.net. That's softwareaudits.net for a treasure trove. If you're dealing with a software audit, we have podcasts, videos, checklists. We have everything. So uh, it's probably the most comprehensive site on the Internet. I say probably. I haven't seen them all, but I haven't seen any that come close to what I have. So if you want to check that out, softwareaudits.net. Other than that... We appreciate your listening to our podcast in Vondran Legal Hour. This has been general legal information only and not legal advice, nor substitute for legal advice. So if you need some help, check us out at softwareaudits.net. You can find our phone number and everything you need there. Okay, everybody have a great day. We appreciate you listening. Feel free to share this podcast on your social media networks. Have a great day. Go forth and conquer.